Hello and welcome to Shea Sports Stories. I'm your host, Shea, and on this show I talk about the most interesting and important people and events in all of sports. On this show, I will be discussing some of the greatest upsets of all time, but first uh, I'd like to set some ground rules. First, I won't be talking about Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson or the Giants beating the undefeated Patriots, as both of those have their own episode. Second, I'm going to limit this... Uh, to American sports leagues, so no Olympic upsets, World Cup upsets, or anything like that. Thirdly, uh, not every upset will be touched on in this episode, so there will likely be a sequel episode to this coming out soon, Uh, so if there's any upsets that aren't here, that's why. Um, So now, let's get on to the upsets. Uh, First, uh, there's Super Bowl three. The third Super Bowl is very significant to football today because at the time, the Super Bowl was a game played by the champions of two different football leagues, the NFL and the AFL. And at that time, it looked like the AFL wasn't close to the NFL. After the NFL's representative in the first two Super Bowls, the Green Bay Packers blew them out. And for the third Super Bowl, it looked like it would be another blowout win in the NFL's favor with the Baltimore Colts playing the New York Jets. The Colts were massive favorites over the Jets after the Colts had dominated the NFL all year. Very few people thought a team from the AFL could compete. But Jets quarterback Joe Namath famously disagreed with that assessment and guaranteed a win. Often in sports, this type of statement backfires. But in this instance, it just came true with the Jets shockingly dominating the Colts winning 16-7, with the Colts' only score coming with three minutes left in the game. Namath was awarded Super Bowl MVP for his performance, and this game helped establish the AFL and NFL's more equal leagues, which later helped with their merger. Next, we got NC State beating Houston. In 1983, Houston was a dominant team that featured several NBA players, the most notable of which were Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler. And their opponent in the championship game was the NC State Wolfpack, a team that was quite a bit less dominant. They had some NBA players on their team, too, but not the superstars Houston had. And NC State didn't have a great record either. They went 26-10 overall and only managed an 8-6 record in their conference. But in the conference tournament, they somehow managed to go all the way and win the conference championship. They then had a shocking tournament run, making all the way to the championship game where they faced off against Houston. And after a a close game all the way, they were tied 52-52 with little time left. And and Lorenzo Charles got a game-winning buzzer-beating dunk to give NC State the massive upset win. Next, we got Michigan State versus Appalachian State. uh, Or, excuse me, Michigan versus Appalachian State. In 2007, Michigan was ranked number five in the preseason polls, and they decided to host Appalachian State for their first game of the season. In college football, good teams often do this, where they'll play a bad team early on as a tune-up game so they can get ready for better competition. But App State was putting up way more of a fight than expected, and by the end of the first half, App State was up 28-17. to Michigan began to turn it around in the second half, cutting App State's lead to just two points with six seconds to go. Michigan, trailing 34-32, was in field goal range and decided to kick a 37-yarder, which would win them the game if it went in. But App State shockingly managed to block the kick, securing the 34-32 upset win. This game was the first time an FCS school beat a ranked FBS one, and it hurt Michigan's season greatly, with them going from title contenders to a 9-win team. That is all for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, See you next week, and stay tuned for more great KMIH content.